So a lot of Bitcoiners are um, now very much against algorithmic stablecoins because of the recent blow up in uh, Terra Luna and their stablecoin, I guess UST. Terra is the name of the company, Luna is the token. Um, and this was a token that blew up. Everyone's heard about it. Um, I haven't delved into what, you know, exactly why it did. There's theories out there. But the point is, is that they're calling this an algorithmic stablecoin. And that means that they're not really backed by anything real. Um, and backed, you know, backed means different things to different people. Um, tether is, is thought of as backed because in theory, at least some people can redeem the tethers for dollars. Now, they're not one-to-one -one with dollars because they have other kinds of assets on their books, but they are backed in theory by something real. Um, now, if you're going to back the stable calling called Terra Luna or, you know, or UST, whatever it's called, by, by something, um, they tried to, I don't know the whole story here, but they tried to back at least part of it with Bitcoin or at least pretend to back it with Bitcoin. But, you know, I don't think that they had any kind of redemption method. But even if they did, what is Bitcoin? Bitcoin isn't backed itself. Bitcoin is just a regular free-floating token that just trades. It's not backed by anything real. And the Bitcoiners think this is a plus. Like, they, they advocate that this is a, a good thing for Bitcoin, that it doesn't have a backing, you know, that, that, that it doesn't have to rely on a centralized trusted third party um for, to, to be able to redeem and that's a good criticism of, of things like terror uh, sorry like tether uh because you have to rely on the entity that the centralized company of tether to actually redeem dollars you know at the time that you want it redeemed uh so uh and tether completely controls that but the point i want to make here is that it seems like the Bitcoiners now are rallying against all algorithmic stablecoins. Um, I guess for the reason that they think that you can't peg, um, you cannot peg a, a currency or a token, in this case a crypto, to the dollar without it being actually backed one-to-one -one with, with, you know, a real dollar in existence. And there being some kind of at least reliable mechanism to exchange this one, um, you know, stablecoin token for that dollar. So it seems to me like they're supporting, they're supportive of um, of backed stablecoins, you know, dollar backed ones that are redeemable in theory. They're not going to be supportive of algorithmic type um, stablecoin product. And I don't really agree with that. I think that there's still there's still areas to like research and be creative and explore this algorithmic stablecoin area. Um, I'm myself interested in, in one that, that somehow achieves some kind of price fixing that I've talked about before. Uh, so I don't think that you should just, you know, close the lid on all algorithmic stablecoins. Um, but I also want to point out the very ironic piece of this is that Bitcoin isn't backed by anything either. And so I get that Bitcoin is unlike an algorithmic stablecoin because they don't want to peg it, right? They don't want to price fix it. 
But that's the only difference between an algorithmic stablecoin and Bitcoin is the only difference in my mind is that with this algorithmic stablecoin, you want to price fix it at some, you have a goal of price fixing, but with Bitcoin, you don't have a goal of price fixing, but, or do you, right? Because the Bitcoiners say the volatility, volatility, sorry, Bitcoin is eventually going to end, right? They, they say they think that Bitcoin's money. And if you think that Bitcoin is money, then what do they expect it to do long-term? Well, they expect Bitcoin to, I think they want it to appreciate. They, they don't think it's high enough, okay? So they want it to keep going up for now. But in the future, what do they want? They want it to be stable in price, right? Or at least appear somewhat stable. So their goal actually is to become an algorithmic stable coin. And we've come full circle here, right? Because how can they criticize algorithmic stable coins, number one, because they're not backed either. And number two, their goal is to reduce volatility. Like I've never seen a Bitcoiner that thinks Bitcoiner, like the Bitcoin's going to be money one day, actually say, I want the pr- I want the price to keep going up, but I want there to be huge levels of volatility uh, e- even into the future when we think that Bitcoin is going to be money. It's going to be the common medium of exchange. I've never heard anybody say we want the volatility to stay. Now, maybe there might be a, a Bitcoin trader out there who, lo- who likes it. Uh, but but the, the the people who want Bitcoin to be like money or, or common medium of exchange, they want the volatility to go away because that's that's like the number one issue that, you know, they think, I think, keeps it from becoming a legitimate currency. That and the fact they think that, well, if we just get rid of capital gains tax as well, people will start using it. Well, I don't think so. I think it's mainly because of the volatility. Um, so if the goal of Bitcoiners is, you know, Bitcoin to be money, they are shooting for stability, right? How are they different than an algorithmic um, stablecoin, right? That's not backed by anything. You can't redeem Bitcoin or anything. And most algorithmic stablecoins, you can't redeem either. And I don't know about the Terra product, like the Luna, the UST, UST, but my, you know, I haven't researched this, but my perception is that they just wanted to make the appearance of, um, of some kind of like backing or reserve to fight, uh, to, to basically do like monetary policy. And I saw Nick, Nick Carter tweet about this idea that they don't want algorithmic stable coins anymore. Um, and, I, and, I, and I heard, I think that Dan Hill tweeted about how he didn't like um, algorithmic stable coins because they weren't decentralized. Like you always had to have a centralized person. And he didn't phrase it like that. He phrased it more like to have stability, you have to have a centralized actor. That's how he phrased it. But not really, because you don't like stability with prices. That's what he was talking about. But I mean, think about something like gold. I know the Bitcoiners don't like to think about gold, but it's relatively stable and no one is really price fixing it. There's some people that think the market is cornered and maybe that's true. Maybe there's there's, you know, a lot of paper products being sold, paper gold, you know, and someone's manipulating the price. I don't know. I that could be going on. But over a long enough time period, um, I don't think that that they'd be able to, that they were manipulating the gold price relative to other commodities back in like 18 something, right? So you can go back in the back in the past and you can say, well, if you price, you know, a, sal- a man's an average guy's salary in gold, this is how much it was. This is how much a house was in gold. And there's these, these relative 
you know, prices based on these relative commodities that are actually based on the usefulness of these commodities to each other and to what, you know, the human humans want to, you know, can use these commodities to make some kind of end, right, to, for some kind of goal. Um, but Dan Heller was suggesting that, that price stability, I think that's how he phrased it in the tweet, was, was, was just um, you're not able to do it uh, unless you have a centralized actor. Now, maybe he was just referring to the crypto market, and that may very well be true. If he was just referring to crypto, perhaps, perhaps that was true. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about how uh, how I view kind of Bitcoin as an algorithmic stablecoin. I realize there's no, you know, actor in Bitcoin playing around with, like, monetary policy, you know, trying to, like, burn stuff or, or inflate, the, inflate the supply. I realize it's on a fixed schedule here. But, um, but in a way, if you don't have that, you even have less tools than someone who might have built in tools to try to defend a, a, um, a crypto. So, so some there are these mechanisms supposedly in this Terra Luna uh, stablecoin product, um, you know, with the to- the other tokens Luna, and somehow it all interacted where they could pull some sw- some switches and uh, they they could try to defend um, the peg. Now, obviously, something something went wrong; <laughs> they weren't able to do it. Um, you know, still, so it's it's not a fail safe, but at least maybe they you could say that they had those tools. But the Bitcoiners, they don't want to have any of tools. And in their mind, they, they don't want anyone um, messing with the strings. And that's totally, I get that argument. I get that if you're going to have people in control of the protocol, they can do all kinds of stuff if you build in the tools for them to do so. Um, but I'm not sold on the argument that, that all algorithmic stablecoins um, are bad because ultimately, I think it's, it depends on your end goal. If you want... Um, if you want to say that um, a stable coin is is just you never you never intend for this money uh, that you put in the crypto industry to leave crypto. Let's just say that, you know. So I'd be okay holding a, a tether because um, if they can if they can um, convince the market that they've price fixed this thing, I don't really care about redeeming it. Um, and I think that they they've been very successful at that. Uh, I think Tether has been very successful. I'm not defending them. I don't think that they have, I think that they do some funny business where they print these things out of thin air without backing, but they've been able to at least convince the market that, they, that they're stable. And that's probably the most important goal. Now, if you actually want to take your winnings from the crypto universe and like exit to the real economy, like real, real dollars, real money, I'd say real money, because I think all of these crypto products are not really real money they're just a way to to move money around to move existing currency or fiat around so if you want to take out real dollars if you want to exit the system completely you're going to want something redeemable in real dollars um or something like that so so um it just depends i think on your goal if you if you have a little bit of money in crypto and you never care about having dollars come out of this um or you can find someone else to take your to take your stable coin for a house more, more power to you, uh, perhaps it doesn't need to be back. It just needs to be pegged because when people go from Bitcoin to a stable coin, in theory, the, one of the reasons, there's lots of utilities here, but one of the reasons is they want something to be stable. They don't want to take the price risk of Bitcoin, right? Or if you're paying someone, maybe you want to use crypto. 
you don't want to take the volatility of, of all these other things that are unbacked, or at least not price fixed, or at least the appearance of it not being price fixed. Um, and maybe your goal is to get back in crypto next week. Who knows? Like, so you don't really care about redeeming. But if you but if you want to actually spend your riches, if you want to actually take the money you've earned in crypto and buy something real, most people are not going to just accept a stable coin outside of the crypto universe. You need to redeem this thing. So you need to get a stable coin that lets you redeem uh, or at least, you know, lets other people redeem. Like Tether doesn't let anybody redeem. You have to be a customer. But in theory, if, it, if their mechanism is working and there's, they can keep confidence at least high enough where there's not a complete run, then uh, which I think the, 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 they're only going to let people that they trust like redeem. And these people are not going to crash the market. So in my opinion, the, the peg can hold like for a long time, um, even if they're doing some shady stuff. I think it can hold and I think it will hold for a while, uh, for, for maybe a long time. I don't know. Uh, unless there's just complete confidence shock, which I think it would take a lot to shake that, uh, to sh- shake t- Tether. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I wouldn't write off um, algorithmic stable coins. I think that some, you know, obviously the designs are, are just creative designs and some people are getting killed and speculating on these, but they should be warned, hey, you're, you're buying something very risky. This may not hold the peg. Uh, maybe they weren't warned enough. Who knows? But um, but again, the, the Ponzi nature of, of suckering in people into these things, that's really what people were after. I don't think they cared about the stablecoin. They cared about the Ponzi nature of the Luna token, um, you know, going up, making a lot of money. That's what that's why people got into this project, in my opinion, is for the for the returns. Uh, they didn't really care about the stablecoin product. So I think I think that like the crypto people or Bitcoin people who are, who are ramming on stable uh, stable coins, algorithmic coins because they think, oh, we're all going to be regulated. Um, they're missing, like, the reason why people bought this product. I mean, why? Why? Be obviously, because of the Ponzi nature of it, they wanted to get rich with the Luna token. They don't care about this new stable coin. I mean, there's there's lots of other stable coins to pick from that are that are doing a good job at holding the peg, like Tether, USCC. Why do they care about this new one? They only cared about it to the extent that it was attached to this other Ponzi scheme to get rich. So, um, and it, this, this was pretty creative for the guy that, I guess, put through this together because he's, he's able to launch tokens like in a Ponzi nature, but with, under the cover of a stable coin or at least interacting with a stable coin. So you can say, oh, I didn't just release this Ponzi scheme. I launched, you know, this is, a, this is the mechanism that I'm using to try to stabilize this stable coin thing. So I don't know. I think we're going to see more of these things in the future. Um, and I, I think that the space is interesting. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't understand um, money. And a lot of people in Bitcoin don't even understand Bitcoin. Like you're, 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 you know, you're, you're um, throwing these algorithmic stable coins under the bus. Yet you, in fact, like as a Bitcoiner, want to be them, right? You're, you're unbacked. You don't like the fact that the dollar was once backed by gold, right? So you want to, you want to remove that. You wanted to remove the back, the, the backing of gold from the dollar, at least, at least you say that, um, yeah, it was once stable, but, but we can't trust these centralized parties. So you, you actually like the fact that the gold was removed from the dollar, right? And so Bitcoin is just like that. It has nothing backing it, uh, which means no one can pull the strings on you. But if you don't have anything backing you, you know, you're just an algorithmic, uh, coin, right? And Bitcoin is volatile now, 
but the goal is to not be volatile in the future, then Bitcoin in the future is going to be an algorithmically backed, unbacked, sorry, an algorithmic stable coin that they want that that is going to be price fixed in theory, right? Because they want the volatility to go away. They want it to be stable. They want it to be money. So how can you think that Bitcoin is anything other than an algorithmic, uh, unbacked, um, hopefully stable coin one day? And that's all that I would say here.